0: (laughs) please god this is what chemical two four five trioxin it's called we have such sights to show you hey there everybody welcome to this week's episode of the horror crypt podcast episode number 108 now this week is going to be a little bit different we've done this before so we're going to do it again I run another podcast called the Home Class Movie Chat where I do it with a co host. And to make sure that you guys get an episode this week, we actually were doing an episode on the Home Class Movie Chat that I think everyone is going to love. Um, it is a great horror movie. It's, well, okay, when I say great, it's good. It's not great, it's good, but it is so much fun that you'll make it great because it's just one of those movies. It was a movie, a very obscure movie that I happened to find on Shutter. so if you do happen to have Shutter at the moment, you can find this movie sitting on there. And it really is just a whole lot of fun. But look, before I get started on going over to the other podcast, remember I am on... Facebook at Horror Crypt Podcast. I've also got the Horror Crypt Cafe if you want to join that. And if you want to send me a direct message, horrorcrypt2022 at gmail.com. And there you can suggest movies to me. And you can also order merchandise from me if you want to do that. Or even just reach out and say hello because I know there is a whole lot of people listening to this podcast. And I am thoroughly appreciative of every time you guys come back to listen to the Horror Crypt Podcast. Looks in saying that, let's go straight over to the other podcast, Home Class Movie Chat, for this week's episode of Funny Enough, the Horror Crypt Podcast. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Home Class Movie Chat. We are so excited for you to be here today. Huh? What?
1: What about the intro music?
0: (gasps) I forgot about that. Here comes the music.
1: everybody welcome back to the home class movie chat and everything about movies podcast we are your movie addicted hosts married couple cat and paul and we are delighted to have you here today to talk about
0: a very very weird movie that we actually watched now the trailer was awesome i yeah, the trailer I, was the, hilarious the trailer was really great um the movie itself leaves a lot of holes um, and a so bit it, to
1: be desired it, no
0: the the desire part was good actually i enjoyed it but the fact is it just no, didn't,
1: i i wasn't fulfilled it didn't it do it for me
0: just didn't tie up the whole thing what movie are we doing today we are doing the movie that is currently on shutter and it was uh premiered on at sundance in 2014 life after beth now if you've never heard about it uh, look, in all honesty, neither, neither had I, but I, I've got Shudder, so I haven't to go through and look at certain things as far as what movies I would like to put and on. And if you the... don't
1: know what Shudder is, what is Shudder?
0: Shudder mm-hmm. is a streaming platform completely and utterly designed for the horror freak.
1: A subscription It is definitely platform. a subscription. It, it requires money.
0: It certainly does, but it is um, all geared to right towards um, horror fans. So it is wall-to-wall horror. Which is why uh,
1: I usually don't even walk in the room yeah, if I know yeah, he has she, it on. Yeah,
0: she doesn't really watch uh, watch um, Shut Up, but this one I I saw the preview and I'm like, okay, this is something we could seriously do, and uh, we we sat down and we watched it and it was like, okay, uh, it was it was good, not great, it was good, it was funny in parts, but it did leave a huge gap as to how it all started
1: and how it ended
0: um well how how yeah exactly how how, because as far as
1: we know the zombie apocalypse is still going on
0: yeah spoiler alert but the thing is that we just didn't know how it all started and then how did it abruptly end or did it end we don't really know so it's it this is a this is an american zombie comedy film uh it's
1: rom-zom-com
0: yeah it is still in the in the genre of horror um but you know, it, it's got it's, a dec- it's
1: basically a zombie romantic comedy, so a rom zom com.
0: Yeah, it does have a decent cast. It's got uh Aubrey Plaza, she actually plays Beth Slocum. We've Who got you
1: may know from Parks and Recreation. Yep,
0: yeah, we've got John C. Riley, he is a legend of comedy. Um yep. he plays Maury Slocum. And we've her got her mother or his, uh,
1: her father. Rather. Her
0: father, Anna Kendrick. Who was she? Anna oh.
1: Kendrick was one of um uh what's her name's friend, friends in Twilight.
0: Oh yes. Uh, what's her, uh, uh yeah I know. Yeah, the, yeah. The, um, the main. I haven't girl. had enough coffee yet. No, the main girl. God yeah. damn it.
1: And she oh. also had the lead in the Pitch Perfect movies.
0: Oh, okay, and she plays Erica Wick- Wixler, Wexler, and then we go down to an awesome uh woman who is in, amazing in comedy, Molly Shannon.
1: Oh, Molly is just legend. And, she she got her start on Saturday Night Live.
0: Yeah, and she plays uh Jeannie Slocum. So it's uh, it's Beth's mother
1: and yeah. the indomitable Matthew Gray goobler from Criminal Minds. Oh yeah, who, you were saying who, about who, that. Yeah, who's, who's rather in in criminal minds is rather geekily heart he's he's heartthrobby for the for the girls who really like geeks
0: (laughs) now as i said the release date at sundance at sundance was january the 19th 2014 but then it had a limited release starting on august the 15th 2014 the the running time of the movie is 89 minutes this is where it's going to fall flat on its face the budget for this movie was 2.4 million dollars the box office taking was two hundred and seventy four thousand seven hundred and seventeen. Oops, which is dun, dun, dun. uh yeah, it's. Do you unfo- have a Rotten
1: Tomatoes score?
0: Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, so the they it, Life After Beth it actually received mixed reviews. The review aggregate on the Rotten Tomatoes website gave it forty five percent. Now remember, fifty and over is sorry. Yeah 50 and over is good sorry no 60 and over 60 and over is good 60 and below is I thought it was 70 and over was good No no um it only scored 5.4 out of 10 based on 96 um reviews so that yeah. really um and well, they did well... say that in in spite of all uh, Aubrey Plaza's committed performance life after, life after Beth remains a sketchworthy idea that's been uncomfortably sketched to a feature length film you so, know, I
1: wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, and that being said, the the guy who played her dad. Uh, John I, C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley, I thought he in some ways kind of overplayed his part.
0: I think he was because he was, I mean, other than Molly Shannon, I mean he those two actually no. The other guy, what was the other guy? There was um
1: Molly Shannon Paul Reiser.
0: Paul Reiser, yes. Yeah. I'm so gonna you get to three... that in a second, if yeah. you let me finish my thought. Sorry.
1: Um, so John C. Riley, I thought overplayed. He it was a bit overacted. Molly Shannon, I thought was brilliant. I thought she was kind of the runaway. Um, and the line from the woman who played uh, Zach's mom of "Where's the Xanax?" I thought was hilarious.
0: Oh. <laughs> Where's my Xanax?
1: Um, but Paul Reiser was seriously underutilized. He, he was he Paul Reiser. I have been. A massive Paul Reiser fan ever since the late 80s, early 90s and and the first in the debut of Mad About You.
0: Thank you. I was I was watching the movie trying to figure out where the bloody hell did I know him from?
1: He is a comic genius. He is just king of the dry one liners. And just his delivery is impeccable, and they just they didn't really use him.
0: No, we didn't see him very much at all. I mean, I mean, as I said, the movie does revolve around Beth and her boyfriend. Yeah, but these are these are just you know fill in characters.
1: Even the times that we did see him, he just he was nothing.
0: Yeah, he you know, and
1: it's just like I'm sure he did not come cheap. No and they just didn't use him and it's just like come on guys if you're gonna have a talent like paul riser for crying out loud honestly he would have been better as best father i think i yeah. think if you'd switched those two roles it would have been a better movie
0: yeah i mean the thing is that he really seemed to just phone his I, it, it was almost like he actually understood how much of the script he was going to be in and just went you know what i'm just going to play this half. no because... no i
1: don't i think that's on the director not the actor really one, yeah yeah huh. i put that one on the director not the actor
0: okay well before we get started on the podcast remember we have got a um a, a uh, email address which is hello at homeclassmoviechat.com there you can reach out to us and suggest movies that we might like to do and if you're interested also join us one day for a guest spot here on the podcast but before we do get started on any podcast we do, we need to listen to the trailer. So sit back and relax, because here is the trailer to Life After Beth. I'm a mess, Mr. Slocum. There's just like so many things that I wish I had told her. Me too. Did anyone leave a message for me today? The Slocums? Nope, not today. I think they're avoiding me. <clears throat> That's <not clears throat> right. Okay, where is she? Yeah. Listen. She is not dead! I went to her grave There's a hole in the ground It's wow. a miracle It's a miracle She's resurrected She's She's resurrected, resurrected. Okay and that's better why Why is that better it It's from the Old yeah. Testament
1: Why all my stuff in boxes now
0: Beth You're so beautiful I'm so happy You're back You don't want to eat me do you?
1: Not right now
0: I mean like really eat me not
1: want my parents around
0: Okay It's not fun It's weird <sighs> End of kiss guys
1: What's going on?
0: I wrote this for you.
1: This sucks.
0: Well, if you could just listen no. to your
1: heart. Zach, oh. what's happening to me?
0: You ate a guy.
1: Oh, what do you want from me,
0: Zach? I'm a zombie. Zombies eat guys.
1: So sorry about Beth.
0: I just like, kind of wish she'd stay dead. I want to eat. Okay, fine. What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? What do you think you even want to eat? Food? Oh. I gotta go no, 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 no stop. You out of your mind look at her Zach. Ah!
1: okay now that actually explains a lot yeah um this film was directed by Jeff Banna And this is his first film. This is his first director. This is his directorial debut. And unfortunately that actually explains a lot.
0: However, when you look at it, if this was his very first acting or directing debut to get the heavy hitters that he's got, that's saying. Oh
1: yeah. That's well, either that or he's just really well connected (laughs) Um, because in Hollywood, it's not what you know, it's who you know and how much money you have. Yeah. But, um, but that being said, you can see the, the talent.
0: See, I haven't seen Paul Reiser for the longest time. So I don't know whether it was just for him, it was like, shit, I, I need a paycheck. Or, I mean, John C. Riley, he seems to be an, a, a constant acting, you know, actor through in Hollywood. You know, I mean, he doesn't play the, the biggest roles. I mean, he was, you know, in Step Brothers with Will Farrell, um, which was a great movie, really, really funny. That's why, and he also was in Talladega Nights as well. Um, and he always plays like the second banana. But um, there's a lot of great movies that he's in, so he seems to be a pretty consistent working actor. Now, Whereas Paul po- Reiser, I hadn't seen him. Well, i look-
1: Actually, it's just because you're you just don't watch stuff that he's in.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: because I'm I'm looking at his IMDb profile, and he's in the the Netflix show that you refuse to watch, Stranger Things.
0: It's not so much that I refuse to watch um, it; it just, it just hasn't grabbed me.
1: Yeah, I, same, same, but. Apparently they did something new about mad about you. Cause it says that it went until from 92 to 2019. But I remember that ending in.
0: I didn't know it went anywhere past the nineties.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: well, there's our homework for, for today Just go to YouTube and find out where the hell this mad about you 2019 is.
1: And that's where, you know, and I just, I love, 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 love that show.
0: However, that being said, now he was with in with Helen Hunt in that movie, wasn't? Or that yes, show, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. That, they, it was really so, like
1: the breakout for both of them. Yeah. So and she also became John Pancow.
0: Yeah. And, so she she became a, a Hollywood actress, not a great one, but she's yeah, there. That's
1: actually why she left the show because but, she went Hollywood. Yeah, not not to get way into mad about you, but it's still one of my all time favorite shows. That if I could ever find the DVD collection, I would totally buy it. Um, but, yeah, the but Paul Ryan is centered on Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt, a new married couple. Yeah, uh, John Pankow played his cousin. Uh Leela Kenzel was in it. Anne Ramsey was in it. Um Lisa Kudrow may was actually in twenty four episodes as uh, Ursula but- Buffet, Phoebe's twin sister.
0: Right. Hank
1: Azaria was in it. This is actually where Hank Azaria and Helen Hunt met, met, and eventually got married. They actually met on the set of Mad About You.
0: I didn't realize they got married. Yeah,
1: Richard Kind was on it. Um, Yeah.
0: See, the thing is that if if you had, you know, this, and I don't know whether this thing is real, the 2019, but Helen Hunt is still a, a. considered a a hollywood actress not a not a a grade celebrity she's you know a b grade celebrity but she's still there
1: she was a list at one point
0: very very small time Mm -hmm. but the fact is that you know Mm -hmm. the the fact is that if you do have her come back for you know that sort of role you'd have to pay her quite a substantial amount of money or she would become the (laughs) the center point of that tv show so if they did do that which i'm intrigued to find out if they did um it would be overshadowed by her so-called star power
1: and i have and i have to admit i love the fact that imdb has credits for murray the dog <laughs>
0: <laughs> well put it this way go on to frazier that you know that the dog on eddie, uh, eddie has got yeah. a, he's got his own little thing there as well but
1: murray that? was played by maui
0: Matt murray was played by maui which yep. we didn't see the dog very much at all so that really doesn't matter and
1: what Mad about <laughs> you
0: Oh, and Mad About You. Oh, yeah. We saw Murray. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. Thought it was, yeah. Yeah. That's right. We did.
1: Yeah. I remember when he was chasing the mouse. It was that's hilarious. That's right. So, yeah.
0: So the movie opens up. Where anyway, we,
1: <laughs> back to life we, we,
0: we are going to go back to the movie of life about Beth after we've gone through Mad About You.
1: Yeah. We only talked for Mad About You for like 10 minutes.
0: And I'm sure there are people sitting there going, okay, so is this Mad About You or is this life after Beth?
1: Well, get on with it already.
0: Well, you can do it. I'm not <laughs> the person that has to run this bloody thing, you know? God. So the movie opens up where we're just seeing the opening shot of a woman. Now, we don't know this girl at all. She's just walking through the woods, which I don't consider to be like woods, woods. It's not trees absolutely everywhere. It's hillside. There's a nice path going down. And she's looking at her phone and, you know, the, the synopsis is... That she looks back, she doesn't look back at all. She just like, is looking at her phone, and then looks to the side of her as if to say, "Okay, I got to take that path," and continues walking. We don't know what's going on. We've got yeah. no idea. And then the big I, I, I think life as after we ben. go
1: on, the assumption is that that's Beth.
0: We figure that yeah, we figure that's going to be yeah, that that is going to yeah, be yeah. Ben. That
1: was that's the problem with this movie is the It doesn't link up certain concepts, so you're not quite sure what's going on at various points.
0: No, and then we transition from there after we see the big title page of Life After Birth. We're now at at a supermarket and there's this young guy standing in front of Netflix. Wearing a black suit. Yeah, and he's very sad. And he's looking at, at napkins and he is just, it's almost like the way that he looks is that he's having some sort of panic attack. He doesn't know what to grab. And there are people that do do that. They go into that sort of setting and they just become overwhelmed by stuff that they need yeah, to, to get. Yeah. Um, I know there's, there's a phobia or something about that. Decision but he's,
1: overwhelm, too yeah. many options.
0: So he's standing there and he says to, and of course there's a, a supermarket employee that comes over to him and says, can I help you with something? And he goes, I need black napkins and the he's guy like, goes well that's okay, not well, really the
1: season for it that's more of a halloween thing maybe you could try a party store yeah and when he says a party store the the guy in black looks like he's gonna cry
0: yeah because he because he does because the the supermarket employee says well there's beige um that's a, a different color than white and he goes no, no no it has to be black that's never explained now i understand that you know we do see after we've transitioned from here is that he's gone to a funeral now, I understand, and he, he comes up the front door of this house and knocks on the door, and he, he says, oh, hello, Mr. Slocum, and he gives the man some napkins. And the guy says, oh, that's so nice. I don't know why you would need black napkins. There's really because no need to call black for is it. Because the
1: funeral color.
0: I know, but there's really no need to get black no. napkins. But he does actually have just white napkins.
1: No, but he's just thinking, it's a funeral, you would want black napkins. it's yeah. it's, it's It doesn't have to be stated.
0: Yeah. And, of course, we do find out that he'd actually gone to his girlfriend, Beth's funeral, and because she died from a snake bite, we did. We don't know, know that either. No. Yeah, we, we find were never that told. Out later. Yeah, but we were never told that she was she was bitten by a snake until we are. Yeah, much we are later. told that much later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so of course, yeah, Zach is sitting. Um, this is Zach Orfman, that was a, her boyfriend, and he's sitting on a, a couch or on a sofa, and he's just looking very.
1: City. like
0: like everyone would be you know who's grieving and you know, he's very very sad and people are coming up and giving him his condolences giving their condolences to him and of course later on he he gets up in the middle of the night and he goes over to beth's home well and he,
1: before before that he's having dinner with his parents and they're just acting right. they're like acting like okay now we've been to the funeral that's done now we move on
0: yeah and, and it's
1: like well why aren't you eating
0: Yeah. And it's like, you know, and he's trying to explain to them that, you know, his, his, you know, his girlfriend has died and he just doesn't have that sort of feeling right now. He just wants to just, you know, he wants to be, he wants to be, he wants to able to, he wants to be able to grieve in his own time. You can't set a time limit on grief. You know, you don't sit there and say, okay, so for the next 48 hours you can grieve. And then after that, just sweep it under the rug and we're gone. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, so exactly. for him, he's still and he's still in the very early stages of the grief process. And we can see that when he was at the at the grocery store, because instead of being, being able a walk in, grab napkins and go, he could not even make that decision, even though his mind was, I need black napkins.
1: And I've I've been there when it's just such an acute grief, you just cannot process anything
0: yeah everything in the outside world is way over, over yeah the top. It's,
1: it's just too much to ask to make any form of decision
0: yeah so which just one
1: of the reasons why they say when you've suffered a major loss don't make any huge life-changing decisions within the first year
0: yeah and that is understandable um and so we do see that he goes to um you know her her parents house and this is where we meet Maury and Jeannie, played by john c riley and molly shannon And of course they, they, it's really nice because Maury sits down and they start to play chess and he's saying, you know, about the fact that he didn't get to say goodbye to her, you know, he, he wanted to actually say more to her. And of course, you know, there is, there's Maury saying, I, I understand there are so many things that I wanted to say. Well, what was he
1: saying that his last words to her were? Um, oh, her last words to him were you're being annoying.
0: Yeah, you're being annoying, Dad. Oh, yeah, because he
1: wanted her to make a dental appointment or something. That's right. And And he was like, Oh, Dad, you're so annoying.
0: Yeah. And he says, And he said to to Zach, which is really interesting, he says, Well, you know, if I based my last memory of her on that comment.
1: No, if I based the, if I defined our relationship on the basis of that last comment and that memory, it would just, it would destroy me.
0: Exactly. But he said he chooses to, to look at the, the positives rather than just that yeah. that negative sort of thing. um. Even though it really wasn't, it wasn't really negative. It was just, dad, stop nagging me. I'll get to it. You're so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was that sort of thing. So yeah. Maury decides that, you know, just to relax and chill out and everything, we're going to take out a joint.
1: Well, I think this is where we <laughs> also is... found out from Zach that she basically tried to break up with him right before she died.
0: Yeah. Apparently they did have problems in their relationship. Yeah. And, it was sort of that those that sort of thing of like, well, you know, was it all, you know. Um, but you know, Maury can see that, that Zach is hurting. So they decide to, you know, Maury is decides to take out a joint and they decide to blaze up and smoke it with this oh, this young man. Oh,
1: I totally forgot. I had a tribute piece for the for the bit where she was walking through the the hills. Oh yeah, please do. So Nick Offerman apparently can be heard narrating the docu documentary. On Machu Picchu in the beginning of the film.
0: Uh see the 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 documentary on the Machu Picchu doesn't happen until after Beth's passed away. Is that the scene that you're talking about?
1: I yeah.
0: Because because oh, he's, that's right. that's he's right. Because he's sitting on the couch later. Yeah, he's sitting on the couch with Maury and with Jeannie and.
1: Oh, that's right. He's watching it at the funeral or the, no, the no, no, reception. No, he...
0: No, 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 not the reception. He goes to their house and before they play um chess, chess, they're watching, they're the, watching docu- the TV. Yeah, and okay. no but the narrator
1: there. is Nick Offerman, who apparently was in Parks and Recreation with the girl who played Beth.
0: Oh, okay. See, I have seen the print like the little trailers of Parks and Recreation, but I've never sat down and watched it. No, so, neither have I. You know. Um, and it's really lovely at this stage also because um you know, it's, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I should say when he finally gets, gets home, home from yeah, you know, from being <laughs> from out, being but,
1: stoned with his uh, or his girlfriend's dad.
0: Yeah, but it's really nice because when he's about to say goodbye, um there's mm-hmm. Jeannie and she's putting all um Beth's stuff into boxes, and he happens to see. A really nice scarf and he says do you think i could have that and and Jeannie's really nice you know genie could be one of those mothers that goes nope i'm keeping everything it's my child well i find
1: it interesting that the day of the funeral she's already the day after the funeral she's already boxing stuff up
0: well i mean it's either you do it right then and there or the inevitable that you're going to have to do it later so i guess no most
1: people usually wait like at least two or three months just to let the really acute stage pass yeah. and then are able to start dealing with it it's yeah. you don't do it like within 24 hours of the funeral
0: yeah it's really interesting just going on a bit of a side note because there was a young girl that had gone missing here in, in adelaide um i'd Which say in australia by the way yeah uh, in so i think it was like the late 1990s and they, the news reporters went back to their, to her mother and father's house about two years after she'd be, she'd passed away Um and the bedroom had not been touched. And even Christmas presents and birthday presents had been left in her room because they were saying that we're not, we're not packing anything up. She's coming home.
1: Well, no, she wasn't. Did they know she was dead or just missing?
0: She'd been missing.
1: Okay. That's a completely different but situation
0: with the fact that the police had said that we are almost 100% sure that she's she's been murdered.
1: Yeah, but until they have a body, the parents aren't giving up hope.
0: Yeah, well, they they never they've never found the body.
1: That's too
0: bad. You know, so so as we see, Zach has gone come home from um, being out getting stoned, and of course at three a.m. I love
1: how he comes in and is so carefully closing the door, and he's and 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 how carefully he puts his keys down. It's like when you're really drunk and you make those really deliberate moves to make sure it's.
0: But isn't it interesting that the the quieter you try to be, the more louder you you are.
1: Yeah.
0: But he doesn't, he puts it so, I mean, you know, a mouse fart would be louder than what he's doing, but he puts the keys into the bowl at the front door. And suddenly you hear the mother and father say, what time do you think this is? 3am in the morning. Are you going to bed? And he's like, yes, I'm going to bed. That's fine. But you know, his family's advice to him is okay, Zach, she's dead. She's buried. Move on. But yeah. Zach, Zach can't do it. He's an absolute wreck, um, and he continues to, um, you know, just have those feelings that he needs to be closer to the Slocums. Which I understand that you know yeah. they're grieving. He's with, and they're the... treating
1: him more like a son than his own parents. Do.
0: Exactly. But then all of a sudden, you know, Zach's been trying to contact the Slocums, and they stop contacting him. They won't receive his phone calls. They won't even allow one,
1: him in the door.
0: Even at one time, he goes to the door and they call a private security company, which just happens to be his dipshit brother on him. Played by um, Matthew
1: G- Gray Goobler.
0: Oh, man. This this brother is not a nice brother he, at well, all. As,
1: as I said to you last night, he reminds me of Bill Paxton's character in Weird Science. Chet. Yeah. He reminds me a lot <laughs> of him.
0: Chet was awesome, although he was an absolute bully and a dick.
1: Yeah, which is exactly what um, Grey Goobler's character is. Yeah, uh, Kyle. But
0: but this guy really was really nasty. And at one stage, we see that you know there's Zach and he's knocking on the front door and ringing the bell, Wearing and we the see scarf. The- we're in the scarf, and it's summertime, mind you, and of course the brother turns up in his, you know, uniform, security which uniform, yeah. once again, you know, a uniform will actually let make people think they're actually more important than they really are. Yep. And uh, so he knocks, he rings the doorbell, and he says, "Oh, it's it's uh, such and such security." hear Mr. Slocum, and you hear from behind the door, oh, it's okay, thank you very much, it's okay, everything's fine. Well, the
1: funny part was you could hear, like, a TV or radio blasting when he got there, and as soon as he knocked on the door, they turned it off and pretended like they weren't home.
0: Yeah, so I was like, well, all the cars are in the in the driveway, the TV was on that's turned off, come on, we know you're home. Yeah. So, But it's really interesting that after his brother gets him to leave the property, he escorts him, with following his brother's car away from the property, so I was like, "Oh, give me a break!" So one afternoon, once again, Zach happens to go back to the property because he just won't leave well enough alone. No, he just and can't. he and he peeks through one of the windows and he he sees what he thinks is, is Beth. Beth is Beth walking the hall. So Zach absolutely freaks out. She honestly
1: looks a bit like a ghost just walking through the house.
0: Yeah, so there he is pounding on the door, and of course, once again, his brother Kyle has has already said to him, you know, please don't, you know, don't come here, but he, he goes, once again, they don't answer the door. So he decides, okay. So he's very suspicious of this. So he goes to her grave and he sees a hole on the ground where she, now this is interesting because the hole on the ground is as if you were standing up. Mm-hmm. So it looks like someone has dug up. Well, she's from... not going
1: to dig out of the entire, she's no, she's got to dig, out dig the the up. Yeah.
0: Grave. yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: the hole is appropriate.
0: Yeah. So... I still want
1: to know how she got, well, then again, she does. Show superhuman strength later on, so I guess that's already part of it to best yeah. out through the gasket. Exactly, Good thing she wasn't cremated.
0: <laughs> I'd like to see her reassemble like a transformer.
1: Well, Captain ja- <laughs> Captain Jack in um, Torchwood has this blessing curse of immortality, and there was one scene in Tor- in the the show Torchwood where he was blown to bits, and um, he reassembled
0: right as a transformer
1: sort of. Yeah. But it it was, but it was actually excruciatingly painful for him to reassemble after being blown to bits.
0: I was going to say wouldn't be the nicest.
1: No, it was pretty painful.
0: So of course, after we find that he's seen the hole in the ground, he once again goes back to her house and he is knocking feverishly on the door. And at one one stage we do see that his, his father, her father opens the door as if to say, you know, you Go cannot away. come in and he does manage to push maury uh, away and runs through the house and of course he sees genie trying to
1: shove beth in a closet Trying to push
0: beth into a closet it's like oh my god and then it's it's now it's like okay it's it's you got to come clean what the hell is going on because zach is excited to see beth but he's also alarmed to see beth because he's like well she was a- dead yeah, and Beth's got no memory of being dead, mm-hmm. and all she keeps saying is that she has a test to study for the next day, and she's like, and he's like, but it's summer, so it's summer why break. would you have a yeah. why would you have a test in summer break? So, um, and of course, you know, this whole thing is going on, um, and he, you know, at one stage, his his father says, well, you know, I thought you guys were going to have a break, and unfortunately, she mistaken Zach's questioning, thinking that he believes that that. Or she believes that he cheated on him, on her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, no, that's not it at all, you know. And so the whole thing is playing out that Beth's confused. She's got this. She doesn't know what she's been doing. She knows she's got a test. And, of course, Zach is trying to say, hang on a minute. Was this a big joke? Like, was this all a joke on me that you guys, you know, you wanted to have some time away from me, Beth? Because for for some reason, because they were having problems in their relationship, Zach thought that Beth wanted to take some time away from him. And go and see other guys, which is not the case at all. Beth had no intention whatsoever, but for some reason, Zach seems to think that this whole thing was put on as a big ruse to have them break up and have her spend time with other guys. It's like, well, that's a pretty big thing to do when what you're going to fake your daughter's death. You're going to put on a funeral. You're going to yeah. tell everyone that she's dead just to break up with her. Come on. Yeah. you know. Um, but of course that, that just, you know, <laughs> that yeah. doesn't happen, you know, um, so we do see, however, that, um, you know, they, that, you know, she, she wants to go for a hike. This whole thing is let's go for a walk. Let's go for a hike. And, and of course the father is like, nope, you can't go outside the house.
1: Go they, at night. It'll be safer. Yeah go,
0: go, yeah. go hiking at night. And he's like, well, that's not really safe at all. And then of course this is when, um. Cause
1: she's obsessed with wanting to go for a hike.
0: Yeah. She wants to, she, this is all she wants to do. She just wants to go for a hike. And of course, this is when they all uh, Beth also says, "Well, what about we go for a swim?" And of course, Maury's like, oh, "Yes, that's a good idea." Though the the pool's heated, and of course, you know Zach's like, "Well, I don't have a swimming costume," and he goes, "Well, you can borrow one of mine." So they're they're sitting down at the side of the pool, and you know and Beth Beth's... is
1: still in the same dress that she wears throughout the entire show. She never changes her clothes.
0: No, same dress, same polka dot dress,
1: which I'm pretty sure is the one she was buried in.
0: Yep. Um, and the fact is that she also keeps saying that she's just really stressed about the test that she's going to take tomorrow and she's got to study. Yep. But of course, as we're sitting there, Zach happens to look down at her leg and on the left-hand side of her leg, and her, her, her thigh, there is what well, it, it's a, it's a very large snake bite. Yeah. So it, now it we look like
1: it's like infected. And...
0: Very much. So, um, but of course she, she goes swimming with her dress on. So I was like, okay. Okay. You know, um, of course, we do see that as as later goes home, you know, we're getting ready for, for Zach to basically be moved out of the house to go home for because it, it's late at night. And of course, she does say, oh, um, well, I'm going to sleep up in the attic. Now, this is interesting why she wants to go up in the attic because she's got a bedroom, but she wants to go up, up in, the in the attic. attic. So we don't know well, what's going. why
1: dad suggests they go up to the attic. The first
0: originally it was like, why don't you guys kids go up into the attic and sit? And, you know, it was very tasty, de- tastefully decorated. But for some reason, they are drawn up into the attic, which we're going to find out. It's, uh, it's later. a bit of
1: foreshadowing. Here. Yeah.
0: So, of course, later one evening, you know, Zach decides that he wants to take you know beth to the beach at night can't do it at the daytime the father is adamant not going at the daytime has well, to go at well, night no
1: but it was it before that they went to the playground
0: no they haven't gone to the playground yet okay. this is coming up um so as we see that they go to the beach and and you know he's got some candles there lit and it's all very romantic and he decides that he wants to serenade her with a song that he wrote okay
1: because and- we knew that he was in a band but when he was playing chess with the father he said that um he the band, left broke the up. band because he yeah. did and he says, Well, actually, no, I just left them.
0: Yeah. Not, yeah. So when Beth was with him, she realized that she he was in a band. Yeah. But now suddenly he's solo. So it's like, Okay. And when he says to her that I'm going to serenade you with a song that I wrote, she's like, Well, where's the band? The band. And he's like, Well, it's, it's just me. I just, I'm just solo now. Yeah. And he starts playing it. And she's like, What's this? And he's like, it's a song that I wrote for you. And if you listen to the lyrics, it's all about her death. Yeah. Very, very depressing. And she's like, this
1: is terrible.
0: She hates it. And so much so that... So, point. Well,
1: no then he's like okay then i'll jump to the chorus and she's like no 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 this is horrible this is awful
0: it pisses her off yeah and she freaks out and she starts breaking off the lifeguard guard because that's where no, they're first at First,
1: she grabs the guitar oh, that's right she throws, throws it, it in, in, the in the ocean, the ocean and yeah. then she starts destroying the lifeguard tower and ends up setting it on fire
0: <laughs> and of course, she's trying to say, you know exactly what's happening with me, and he's like, "It's okay, Beth. It's okay. We'll just we'll just get to the car." So he he tries to calm her down to take her to the car, but of course he he puts her into the car, and he barely turns around for a second before she breaks the window with her elbow, mm. and and he comes back to her, and, and he's like, "What? What?" And she's like, "You were leaving me," and he goes, "No, no, no. I'm, I'm not she's leaving." She's like, "I felt
1: so alone."
0: Yeah, I'm not leaving you. I'm just, I'm just going around the car, and I'm getting into the driver's side. I'm still here. Don't... And of course, then he gets around, and he gets in the car, and he's like, "Okay, we are we good?" And so she goes to put on her seatbelt, and she puts it, uh, her elbow through the window, and she goes, "Um, you really need to get this fixed, because someone could break in and steal your radio." He's, she's already punched a hole in the dashboard, mind you, and she also
1: and... ripped something out of the dashboard. But yeah, was... that was
0: the butt of the dashboard. She punches yeah. a hole and she pulls it out. So she's broken the window. She's Put a hole through the dashboard, but she turns on the music and it's soft, smooth jazz. jazz. And she's like, Oh, oh yeah, this is nice. And Zach immediately goes, Are you kidding me? Yeah. Jazz? Smooth, like, soft
1: jazz. Soft jazz? jazz?
0: And she's like, oh no, it's it's fine. It's very chill. So we realize now that there's something with regards to this mu- music. Oh. Oh, that manages oh. to calm her down. Yeah. Well,
1: they say music says it's the Savage Beast. It now, does. I, for- I forgot. We actually skipped over a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah. So I'm going to pause you for a second and go back to the first time that he goes back over to um, the Slocums yeah. during the day. And um, Perline, their Haitian maid, oh, yes. is running out saying, I'm not going to have anything to do with this. I'm not going to stay here. I won't have anything. No, 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 and runs away.
0: There, yeah, and the, this is the foreshadowing of what's happening, but there, w- but there is an underlying thing of what happened with Perline,
1: yeah. The, but we're, but we we're getting to know that, that scene yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Before yes. We can talk
1: about it later. Yeah, we on. shouldn't so, have gone, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so we do see that there are people starting to act very oddly in the town there's mood swings and spaced out behavior just like beth oh um, yeah
1: so then well doesn't he isn't this where he gets approached by the the mailman
0: um yeah he's he's gets to the he gets home from um being the slogums. with slocums and he's standing at the at the, the the front door and the mailman comes up and says to and he says oh, hi such and such and he says hi hi isaac and he gives him just a handful of mail. He's like, well, I'm like-
1: sorry to hear about Beth. Here, this will make you feel better. Yeah. And he's like, this isn't our mail. And he's like, eh, too bad. And and jumps into his mail truck and runs over about three <laughs> mailboxes and finally goes off down the street. Now, Zach is also saying, said to this guy, I haven't seen you in like forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I also, before we move on from him, though, I want to just say the mailman was actually played by Jim O'Hare, who also was on Parks and Recreation with the girl who played Beth.
0: Wow. So there's there's quite a lot of uh, cast Oh, you in...
1: don't know the half of it. Oh, anymore. really?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, of course, now we see that, you know, Zach is starting, he needs a break from Beth because things are really starting to ramp up. Beth's becoming more and more aggressive. She's becoming more and more, I need this, I need that from you. And it's becoming... It's, it's just becoming too much for Zach. So he goes to a diner and we do see that there's a short order cook. And I remember you were saying something about this short order cook, That there he is. And he's because first of all, Zach walks in and he's, he's just sitting there and he's having something to eat. And there's a, um a server that comes past and he says, can you, is there any chance you can change the radio station? And he goes, what the, the nice smooth jazz wave. Why would you want us to change that? And he goes, well, it's just, it's depressing. And he goes, Well, sir, so you're the only one that seems to be complaining about it, and everyone seems to be liking it. And then we see that there's a short order cook just freaking the hell out. I mean, he is just banging on the 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 um the serving area. Throwing he's, spin- dishes. he's he's spinning around the, the where you put the the tickets and he's throwing, you know, food at the 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 server. Yeah, he's, he's shoving spinning.
1: the plates of food at yeah. the server. Yeah. So he's yeah. becoming
0: very aggressive. So it's like, "Oh, what the hell is wrong with him?" So and then but, I
1: looked at you and I'm like, Retur- well, actually, zombie. There. There, there was a show on Netflix a, a while back, it may still be there called I think it was The Returned. And it was where these people who had died like five years before suddenly start just showing back up in town. God, I hope it happened.
0: I hope to God, if I ever come back as a zombie, I don't come back to the same shit job that I've got right now. Yeah. If I come back and start doing the same job, please shoot me in the head. That's the only <laughs> way you're going to get rid of me, for God's um, sake.
1: But the, it, and I just look, and you were like, what the hell? And I look back at you and I'm like, another returned. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And because, yeah. you know, it, it's when you see it, when you first see it, you're like, oh, maybe it's just pissed off. But you figure out now with the smooth jazz and the way that he's acting, there's another one that's come it's back a, to it, life. Yeah,
1: You start realizing that the mailman was a returned. Yeah. The short order cook is a returned. And you and you start wondering, OK, so who else is a returned?
0: Yeah, which is very, very interesting. So as the as he's sitting there, he sees there's a, a young girl that comes in. By the name of Anna, oh, sorry, Erica, Erica Wexler, Wexler played by is, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, and she sits with him and gives her condolences over the fact that you know Beth's passed away. And Zach,
1: yeah, well, your mom talked to my mom about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: because they they're in jazzercise together.
1: <laughs> is that even and still it, a thing? I
0: don't know. I don't know, but apparently they were they were childhood friends and they used to go to school together. And of course, Zach has, has Zach's got a hard time of of telling her what's going on, and he says, "I just wish that Beth had just stayed dead." And you just see her face like what Uh, what what do you mean well because
1: he's like oh your skin is so nice and you smell nice i can actually breathe around you yeah because at
0: one stage he kisses beth and he goes oh beth your your breath breath. so we can see that she's starting to decay and also there was another part of the movie They uh, had
1: sex at one point yeah that's coming up but there was no they'd already had sex by now
0: um
1: yeah that had the the playground no. no the playground was like their first outing when they went out
0: no, in the daytime. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But at one stage, that they're kissing inside the house, and you can see that Beth's Decaying. cheek is starting to d- decay. Yeah, and even the father says, "Look, you know, she went outside. Her her skin. See, stained. that
1: was that was when they got back from her from having that's sex on right. the playground. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and that's when you know the so, mother is like, yeah,
1: he had sex with a zombie. Yeah,
0: that's and the so. mother is like, oh, we'll just put some some rouge on her face and, and make it look, Foundation, it. she'll be fine. So we do see that you know. Yeah, Zach's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I look, I've got to go. I got to, I'm finishing my meal, and he gets up, and of course he gets in the car, and as he's driving out of the parking lot of where the diner is, who he's comes in? Not paying in? attention. Beth is right in front of the car and he slams into her and runs her over. over her. But the funny part about it is that he runs her over and he gets out of the car and people are coming over to see what's happened. Cause there's been an accident and she's laying under the wheel going, Oh, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I can't get, I can't move. So then he has to get back in the car and we drive car over her. her. <laughs> and when you see her get up, she's in the same polka dot dress with a huge tire mark straight through the center <laughs> of her. <laughs> but there's no dramas whatsoever yeah. she was fine because he, he's his to bed. Are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. No problems. And you know, she doesn't really care what's going on. And so we do see that Um, once again, you know, she's trying to say to Zach, you know, where were you? I didn't know where you'd gone. And he's like, I just needed some time. My dad
1: said, we're going to be together forever.
0: Forever. And we do see that Erica comes out saying what, and she's got a whole stack of money and she's like, I don't know what happened, but the, the server gave me all this money. So we, assume now, now that, that the, the server was a return as well now so... i'm
1: going to pause you right there and yeah. just say that this is actually one of three films that aubrey plaza who's beth and anna kendrick erica wexler have appeared in together along with scott pilgrim versus the world and mike and dave need wedding dates
0: oh okay yeah nice there are so many little nuggets in this movie yeah. I swear. so we basically see that zach has had enough he's like he just cannot continue with what's going on and of course his, you know, his her kid. father has is refusing to tell her that she's dead because of maybe the ramifications that he might he, he, he knows doesn't want to happen. upset her yeah but Zach decides that's it i'm done I, do it I, I i gotta do this so he puts her in the car and he ends up by taking her to her grave and tells her that yeah you died you did you died and and she's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, because when he, when she looks at the gravestone, she's like, is this a joke? And he's like, no, that's your grave. You have come back. I don't know how, but you've come back. And we see then that poor old um, Zach's car gets a hell of a pounding because she gets into the car, you know, because she's so distraught. Um, and she pushes him away and she gets into the car and drives off in his car, running over several <laughs> um, gravestones. <laughs> And she just mm. screws up this car something fierce. So cat, uh, so then Zach decides, okay, well, that's it. Well, I've got no car. I'm gonna have to walk home. So you see Zach uh, get home, and he sees Kyle and his parents panicking in the living room. you're like, well, what what's going on? And then all of a sudden, we see that Zach's dead grandfather is sitting in the living room. Gary and he's,
1: Marshall, who is just freaking brilliant. And didn't he's say now, this is his last film,
0: last film. I mean, he, he wrote and starred in TV shows up until his death, but this was his very final um, movie.
1: Well, and I, and I, and I, I said to you, I was like, oh my God, I swear that's Gary Marshall.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now there actually, there was something that I actually forgot to. And, and now
1: keep in mind, grandpa's been dead for how many years?
0: Um, About 15 years. Yeah. Now there was something that I accidentally omitted. So when Kyle had got sorry, when um Zach had gone over to Maury's house and when he was talking to you know Maury about the fact with you know Beth being alive, you see that Beth keeps grabbing handfuls of dirt and going up into the attic. That is gonna be that's telling a foreshadowing. That's a foreshadowing. So we do see that you know the grandfather keeps saying, um, that you know he wants to go up into the attic and this is when basically zach says they just want to go up in the attic i don't know what they like that but they just they just like the attic and of course kyle who's got a um uh, a pretty big revolver you know he is ready to shoot everyone I mean he said i uh, desert eagle that's right and he's like i bought my desert eagle i haven't shot it yet i need to shoot something
1: well and And that's the thing is zach walks in and he and he pulls the gun on him and he's like well how do i know you're not one of them
0: and he's like, "I have to be dead to be one of them." You know, Zach put the gun. Kyle put the gun down. And it's at this stage that his grandfather goes to say something, and then Kyle shoots the grandfather. But that has absolutely no effect on him whatsoever. Yeah, then of course you got to shoot him in the head. Yeah. Then of course zombie. we we get a ding dong at the door, and the <laughs> Zach's father opens the door and enters the previous owners of the house. <laughs> so now the previous owners are there, and they are reanimated. So Kyle tries to shoot at them, but it, they don't go down. Um, and of course, we find that they are not flesh-eating zombies. They're just very cranky undead people. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden, we see that Maury arrives at the house to come and get Zach and tell him that it's his fault that this has happened since he went and told Beth about her death. And of course, he wants Zach to lie to her and tell her that he made up the whole story about her being dead. And and they're like, no. And of course, they resolve to have Maury call the former housekeeper, P- Perlene, because. They want to find out if she knows anything about stopping the zombies purely based on the fact that Perline is Haitian. And it's like, well, why would you believe that she would be in on this? Or how she just because she's Haitian doesn't mean she'd be able to stop this. But, you know, of course, Zach's uh, idea is like, well, they deal with zombies. They do zombie sort of stuff. So it's a good chance that they might be able to, you know, maybe get this done. And so it's like, okay, no. But they go back to the Slocum's house. And, of course, Beth is absolutely going berserk she's breaking windows she's um busting holes through walls she's just ripping the whole place apart and she also comes back with uh her face caked in blood we don't know exactly what's happening because we see her walk through a plate well, we glass... saw
1: a guy run through the backyard
0: and we see her walk through a, plate, through glass a window. plate
1: glass window and then we hear some screams and then she comes back covered in blood
0: yeah, that, that's right. And then she walks down the hallway, throwing um, pictures off the walls and then punching yeah. holes through the walls. And so it's like, no. OK, so this is when well, Zach is it, decides, isn't
1: this where there's the, the, you know, zombies eat guys, line comes this in? is
0: it, because Zach then goes and brings her into the car. And as he's driving away, because he wants to go to Purleen to find out what's going on. Yeah. And he says to um the fact that, you know, I cannot believe it. You just ate a guy. And she goes, this is what zombies do. Zach, they eat guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay. Oh, you so... don't have
1: a sound grab for that?
0: No, no. Oh, I, d- okay. I don't have I a sound grab did. for that one. No. So yeah, that's we. That's a funny line. Yeah, well, I might throw a sound grab in there. We'll see how we go. Yeah. What, the f- what the fuck? Hey. This isn't a good idea. You should go back inside. Why? That's... <laughs> Shit, he's coming. He's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Zach! Jack. I'm dead. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm
1: alive. I'm dead. I'm alive. I'm
0: dead. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm I'm alive. Will you fucking stop?
1: Why are you being mean to me?
0: Because we're taking a break. You shouldn't even be here.
1: Dad said, we're gonna be together forever.
0: Beth. You eat a guy. Oh, what do you want from me, Zach? I'm a fucking zombie. Zombies eat guys. Okay, so there's the there's the sand grabber. Uh, the, we Zombies eat, eat guys. guys. Zombies eat guys. So we see that Zach goes to a motel to find Pearline, only to find a cousin there. Now we've left. we've left you know her in the car but she's she's okay because she's got the soft jazz so she's okay as long as you got soft jazz going everything's fine
1: oh i thought he went by himself to go no no, no,
0: he goes he goes there um but but
1: okay so when zach goes looking for perlene he insists that he he instead encounters her cousin which i i still don't believe believe him that perlene wasn't there i think think she was about that yeah
0: i think she was um
1: and he explains that the real reason that Perlene left, because because Zach is convinced it has something to do with Beth's return, because yeah. the timing is just too coincidental. Yeah, otherwise.
0: and and she thinks he thinks it's all about voodoo and zombies, right? And Asian. and
1: and in fact, her cousin's like, oh, you think just because we're Haitian that we do voodoo? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, you know, the guy has a point. Yeah. Um, but he explains that the real reason that Perlene left is because Mister Slocum. Beth's dad had sexual problems and used to walk around naked in front of her. And this is completely unrelated to anything else in the film and makes absolutely no sense. And then the audience is given a brief moment to reflect on how it would be traumatic for the younger woman to see a middle-aged man naked when a moment later the situation is reversed and Zach, a young man, is confronted by a returned naked middle-aged woman
0: that's right because when he he does turn around after this guy shut the door she he turns around and there is a stark raving naked woman standing with with um the um the autopsy uh, scar scar, and she says um was this this is this is a a a a car wash and he's like "No, no this is not a car wash and she's like Oh, and she walks towards him. And my first thought was, oh, shit, here we go. He's going to get eaten.
1: It's, it's, No, it's going to be like, a. I, I was thinking. Um, I
0: thought it was going to be like a zombie attack.
1: Well, no, I, w- I was thinking more along the lines of the embrace from um, room 213.
0: Oh, 237. Or room 23- 237.
1: What's the movie? The Shining. Thank you.
0: Don't freak out.
1: I couldn't remember the name of the damn movie.
0: Okay, everyone, I'm about to play soft, smooth jazz to Cat because I think she's turning. <laughs> I'll play some Kenny G. That will actually soothe you.
1: <laughs> Do you want me to make you dip later today? Do you want me to make you deviled eggs later today?
0: I need dippage and deviled eggage. Yesage. <laughs> then, so, so don't be mean. The, so the the naked woman doesn't actually attack him, but just walks away from him and goes towards the end of the balcony and just stands there and is just looking over the the parking lot. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So All we right. do so we do see that Beth, unfortunately, she's taken the car and she she's she's just gone once again. So the car's gone. Oh yeah, that's right. She took the car. Yeah. Um. So car. he so, so he returns home to find someone in his home. And of course, this is when Zach goes, hey, excuse me, what are you doing? And he runs this guy runs out away and outside in the backyard, we see burnt corpses leading Zach. Yeah. To there was huge...
1: some, some kind of weird hippie. Yeah. Now on his couch.
0: I think that they, I think they omitted something in the movie. Oh yeah. Because had... when you, yeah. Cause this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Zach gets home because the car's been destroyed. You know, the car's disappeared. So he gets home and he finds, you know, this guy just laying on his couch with a huge machete. The guy runs out and runs out of the backyard but Zach if goes, he had
1: a machete, why wouldn't he just attack
0: Zach? I don't know. But he yeah. ran he ran away. Zach goes out um in the back garden and there is what he assumes to be his family's dead and is as burnt a charge. Torch. Yeah, they're torch. they're yeah. They're now, crispy critters. Those things, I mean, okay, uh, you know, Uncle Ben and Aunt Baru in Star Wars, yeah, are less torched than these guys are. Exactly. These guys are crispified, you know, flamethrower level. They're
1: crispy critters.
0: So he decides, okay, well, and he, he starts to get obviously very emotional. So he packs his bag and he prepares to go out of town. He's like, that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. But he, he has a change of okay. heart and goes back to Beth's house, which is okay. ridiculous. Hold on. So the yeah. photograph
1: of Beth that Zach grabs near the end of the film was clearly taken from the final scene of Parks and Recreation.
0: Oh, I didn't.
1: episode six, The End of the World.
0: Oh, because he, he picks it up and then he puts it down. And then he picks it up again and then he puts it into his bag. So yep, he was yep. almost like in a half mind of like, okay, that was her, but I don't want, I don't want to remember her the way that she is now, but I, I've i got to remember her. So he, t- yeah, it's yeah, very the way hard. She was, yeah. yeah. The way she was. Um, so he does go back to Beth's home and, and she's officially turned into a mindless bloodthirsting zombie.
1: Oh, this is hilarious. This and is apparently, hilarious.
0: apparently we've seen that she has eaten her father and yep. it's and it's led Jeannie, her mother trying to so trying to solve the problem the, the problem was that she has chained her to the stove in the in the in well the first kitten. she tried
1: to stake her like a vampire and there's a chair leg and stuck that didn't in her work her chest and then she so she's her chained to her the stove
0: but now she's she's already eaten her father and what is Jeannie doing to try and solve her oh so she's feeding solve... her
1: bits of something
0: Jeannie has cut off each of her fingers and is giving it to Beth to do. Oh, I thought she said
1: that Jeannie or that Beth had accidentally eaten her fingers, bit off her fingers.
0: Yeah, and she's yeah, she's 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 got a meat cleaver, but she's actually cut her fingers off and she's feeding it to Beth to try and queen Right,
1: that's what I thought. But then I yeah. thought she said that Beth had bitten off her fingers and then she was you know, feeding no. her bits of her dad or something.
0: No, she'd eaten oh. her father, so she's cutting off the mother's cutting off her fingers to try and subdue her her craving for food. So she's giving that to giving uh, bits of her fingers. That's disgusting. <laughs> and of course I love how Zach comes in and he's bandaging the mother's hand. He goes, Okay, so I'll deal with Which this.
1: Which is an awfully clean bandage, by the way. Very
0: clean bandage, but he's, de- he's, he's bandaged her up. And instead of and you said to said to the, the movie, go to the hospital, don't say what you're doing. She's you're like,
1: gonna, oh, well, I'll. Just, he's like, no, you need to go away. I'll take care of this. And she's like, okay, I'll just be in the other room. And it's like, don't do <laughs> your hand scene to you stupid woman.
0: But she's got her hand bandaged and, and he's trying to elevate it to stop her from passing out with the man of well, blood. Well, because lost. the blood
1: is just gushing from her fingers.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's just, so Zach finally, you know, convinces Jeannie to let him take Beth with him. And I think this is where it's like, okay, but they remember Beth wants to go for a hike. That's all she wants to do. Yep. So I was like, okay, so he decides, he says to Beth, and Beth is really, she's like, she's got the dark sunglasses on, but she pulls the dark sunglasses off and her eyes are now just clouded over white. Yeah. So she is just, she's got And she's got blood. Like- <laughs> yeah she is a on. zombie she is completely zombified ready to attack anyone that's why she's being chained to the to the stove yeah so he says to, so zekka says to her okay let's go for a hike you want to go for a hike let's go so oh actually
1: be- b- up- before you go into that yeah before before they went to go see perlene yeah uh beth was actually talking on the phone remember when he came in she was on the phone oh
0: yes yes that's right we didn't yeah. know yeah who she was, was
1: she... apparently talking on the phone with Andy, which is an obvious reference to her role in Parks and Recreation, in which her husband, played by Chris, C- Chris Pratt, is called Andy.
0: Okay, but once again, we weren't told that because all we see is she's on the phone. And I remember no, saying... No, somebody did
1: say Andy. I did hear that.
0: Oh, did I, didn't yeah. even, I didn't even I didn't hear and, that. I'm... Because Sorry. because
1: Zach was like, who the hell's Andy?
0: Oh, right. I didn't hear that part, yeah. unfortunately. So we do see that, um, you know, he says to... to we're getting towards the end of the movie. Yeah, he says are. to Beth. Okay. So,
1: Oh, no. you also skipped over the MRI.
0: Oh, uh, we, okay. Come yeah. yeah when,
1: when Zach first came back and told his family that Beth was back, um, they thought he was crazy. And his mother took him for an MRI and there was a massive goof on this because he's laying in the middle of the MRI machine, looks up and looks out of the machine toward his feet and sees his mother sitting there reading a magazine which a she wouldn't have been allowed in the room because of the massive magnetic um Im- uh, resonance but also he would have been yelled at for moving because it messes with the image
0: that's right i remember you saying that yeah so that was a that was a bit a major of a joke there, there's, there's there are goofs and there are continuity errors and we're getting towards the last part where we both have to sit here and say there's something wrong with so we'll get yeah. there.
1: Yeah, so so he convinces we do see Beth that he, to go for a hike. And but she I like the of,
0: fact that she stands up. Now and the
1: stove comes with her. <laughs> yeah.
0: So she's she's attached to the stove, and she's walking out with the stove on her back. On her back. Of course, as we see, you know, Zach goes outside. And who shows up? Kyle. And he's been deputized as a eradicator of zombies. Now, part of it, the
1: resistance.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, he's shooting any zombies in his path. Well,
1: he's shooting anything because a little old lady comes running out screaming, and you think she's running away from zombies, and he turns around and shoots and her. Shoots
0: her. And and then and he can and, he, and the funny thing is he's talking to Zach. He's like, "Yes." And so, bang! Well, I was talking about this. So he doesn't miss a beat. He no. doesn't shoot her and stop. He literally shoots and continues talking after the gunshot. Yeah. So it's like, "Wow, okay." And no. I like and I like the fact this scene is awesome. And this is one of the things that really attracted me to this movie is that you know there is Beth and she's walking out with the with the stove on her back and she falls backwards and now she looks like what a turtle. What a Turtle, and I like how I like how um Kyle says to Zach, That's not normal <laughs> because she's 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 going rah 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 and she's flailing away.
1: Yeah, that is the scene from the previews that got me to actually watch this movie. And I was just thought hel- that was hilarious. I loved it.
0: And and even Zach looks at it and goes, No, it's okay, she's fine.
1: Now, I before we get on, I actually just uh, want to point out that Aubrey, uh, Aubrey Plaza, who plays Beth yes. later after this appeared with Matthew Gray Goobler, um, who is Zach's brother, Kyle, in Criminal Minds,
0: okay. which
1: was uh, which Matthew Gray Goobler is a, is a central character. Uh, she appeared as Cat Adams in four episodes. Oh, OK. Of uh, Criminal Minds.
0: Criminal Minds. Yeah.
1: Which is actually a very good show.
0: It is a good show. I've actually watched several episodes. I don't, yeah. I don't mind that one. Yeah. Um, so we do see that, um, you know, when Kyle's talking about the fact that, you know, because Zach says, you know, that you know, our parents are dead and he's like, no, 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 they're not. They're alive. They're hiding in a safe house. And of course he then gives Zach his gun and tells him that he needs to let Beth go. And at one stage, you know, there is, there is Kyle about to shoot Beth and Zach's like, no, 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 don't, don't do it. And he's like, come on you just take the gun, shoot her in the head. And he's like, I can't do that. And he's like, you you got to do what you've got to do, but you need to take care of this. So now we ne- the next scene we see is Zach and Beth on a hike. And I love this scene because they're walking along the path in the, in the hills. She's got the, <laughs> she's got the stove attached to her back. And he has slung a radio over her neck playing a smooth jazz. <laughs> Just to keep her under control. That and is a great,
1: hilarious.
0: It is awesome because she's still going rah, 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 trying to, trying to you know, just, you know, there's blood everywhere and she's just, she's zombified, ready to go, but she can't run because there's huge bloody stove on her back, but to keep her under control, the smooth jazz is keeping her going. So it's like, okay. So, you know, and there was a scene where, and I think I skipped over a little bit when Zach was sitting with his, with her father saying all the things that he wanted to say to her, but he couldn't get, he couldn't do it because she passed away too quickly. And her father said, there are so many things that yeah. I wanted to say. So when so, you have the
1: chance, tell her.
0: tell her. So at one stage, Kyle says to Zach, tell her everything you wanted to tell her, take the gun, but tell her everything you wanted to say. And they go on a hike, and
1: and I love the fact that she likes flamenco dancing. And he had mentioned that he wanted to do that with her, and wished that he had done that. Because he did actually when they were in the attic, spend some time telling her a lot of these things. Yeah. And then later on, she's after the he runs over her with the car. She's like, "Let's go flamingo dancing."
0: And he goes, "Flamingo is not a dancing. It's a bird." (laughs) <laughs> but I actually mentioned, I think we actually skipped over a little bit about the fact that they like to go up into the attic. Now, when he goes up in the attic oh, about yeah. the third or fourth time, she's covered the walls of the attic mud. with mud. So it's like, oh, and he goes, this is interesting. Why are we? So we obviously uh, got that idea that she was embracing being buried. So yeah. being, she likes to be in enclosed spaces and the mud is reminding her of her grave. So it's like, okay. Okay. So when they go they go hiding, uh, hiking, I should say, they they get to a cliff and they stop to look at the view. And of course, he tearfully apologizes for not doing all of the things that she wanted to do when yeah. she was alive. And he tells her that he loves her. And Beth, at the, at the last little minute, is able to mutter the words, I love you too. too. It's at this stage that he grabs the gun, puts it to her head... And shoots her in the head, and her body tumbles down the hill with Making the stove. Her arm, her arm goes flying off, but with the stove attached to her, crushing her as it goes down with her. Yep. And of course, the funny thing is that when it when it finally comes to rest at the bottom, you can hear the smooth jazz playing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't like smooth jazz, stay away from this movie. But yeah. you will you will love this part. So. We go. We do see that Zach return goes to the safe house where his mother and father have been um, held up, and he's reunited with his family. And he sees that Erica, the young girl that he was speaking to in the diner, she's come to join them uh, on her own after her mother had turned into a zombie as well, and she was forced to kill her. And she does, she actually does say to Zach that she was forced to kill to kill her mother, and she's you know, she's completely traumatized. And even Zach's mother says, I, "I think that she's you know extremely traumatized. What's happened." Of course, the power's all out, and then all of a sudden, the power comes on, and the news comes on with it. Oh,
1: and don't don't forget, Kyle's like, "Well, where's my gun?"
0: That's right, and he goes, "Well, I I didn't want to keep that because that was." He's like, lot- "Well,
1: I threw it down the threw it ravine." Down He's the like, ravine. "Why would you throw it down the ravine?" He's like, "I just used it to kill my girlfriend. I didn't really want to keep it around."
0: And of course, what's Kyle's uh, answer? That cost me a lot of money.
1: He's like, well, I thought you had like bazookas and stuff.
0: Yeah, because he, he said that when he was deputized, they got they got um, AK-47s, they got machine guns, they got tanks, bazookas. they got bazookas. And so he was like, oh, and he's like, and, he, and when he says about the bazookas, he's like, yeah, but that, that gun cost me a lot of money. So I was like, oh, okay. So when the news comes on with a report that all all although things seem messed up, people seem to be going back to normal. But it's really interesting because when the news reporter comes up, the guy as the news reporter is a dead guy. So he's reporting the news as well. So it's like, and of course the mother says, oh, I remember that guy. He was on TV about five years ago. (laughs) So Zach's mum takes um, him and Erica to the graveyard where he visits Beth and Maury's grave. And I like how Maury's grave is just a normal grave, but Beth's is actually being encased in concrete and it's got a, it's got a welded, um, metal metal steel. metal plate steel plate on the top to make sure because it says she was born in this did this time and died at this time and, and then again she on was, this time five uh, days again, later yeah it's <laughs> like oh my god um of course he does you know he does leave uh, leave beth's scarf on her grave and they leave and zach asks erica out to dinner and she's she accepts and smiles as his mum drives away the movie fades to black and that is the end of the movie now there is one thing about this whole movie that both Cat and I sat there after the movie and said to each other, "How did it all start?
1: Art. And and how, and is it how did end? it
0: and how did it finish so quickly? Why did they reanimate? How how did they eradicate all the zombies? Yeah, these these zombies are the most passive aggressive." zombies as long as you got smooth jazz it's fine yeah but i just all, <laughs> I, all i wanted to know is how did this start
1: oh i just realized oh my god seriously yeah it's almost like the smooth jazz bit was inspired by the attack of the killer tomatoes
0: it i would i would definitely believe that that was probably oh. a catalyst of this movie yeah the, the movie was great look on a scale no, was... of, on a scale of zero to five movie reels how do i get the last 84 minutes of my life back Two, five. It was a perfect movie, and I'd watch this movie all over again. What would you give this movie? You
1: go first.
0: I'm giving it a solid three. I thought it was hilarious, but there were some glaring problems, and I just wanted to know, please, how did it start? Did someone resurrect yeah, these things?
1: Yeah, I, I um, just don't know how this. There, started. there was. I, I, I would venture if I had to place a bet on it, I would say that the guy that was his editor was probably his first film too.
0: Okay, so I'm actually going to just bump it up to 3.5 because I do think there were some hilarious moments. I mean, the 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 fact that she was strapped to the the stove that and it came funny. with her, <laughs> and the fact that he, that she was hit by the car and then she yeah. was pinned under the wheel and she's like, "No, I'm okay." Yeah, there there, there there were
1: there were some seriously
0: there were some funny, genius parts.
1: comedic moments yeah. like that, and with the the although I don't remember if the black car tire mark was on her dress later in the film.
0: Yeah, it was still there. It was still there. Yeah. Um. After she got r- run over, it was still there for the rest of the movie. Even when she was walking with the stove, yeah, you could still see the tire mark on her.
1: You know that with, and then the radio hanging around her neck was hilarious. Yeah. You know the, the, it had its moments.
0: <laughs> so, what would you give this movie? It had
1: some seriously like, what the hell is all of that about? Moments.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I thought that the guy who played Zach was genius. I thought the girl who played Beth was by far the best thing about this film. she was
0: great she As really I said was. I, I
1: i think paul reiser and the guy who played her dad should have been swapped. john c riley yeah i think i think i think paul reiser would have done a better job in that role
0: he was very underutilized
1: yeah, extremely yeah um matthew gray goobler didn't need to be such a whack job
0: no he didn't
1: although i bet he had a ball playing it
0: they could have just put. They could have just pushed him down a little bit and said, "Okay, yeah, don't yeah, be should, so over the top." You know. Yeah, they
1: should have pulled him back a bit. Yeah. Um. Honestly, for me, it's a two and a half. If I had to push, if I if push, I could put it to a three. So
0: but, yeah. yeah oh, that, I can't go any further than a three point five because honestly, there a, was a
1: lot of the acting was not great. Yeah. Um. A lot of the the yeah they they left out a lot of um. Thing. There's a lot of ex-
0: yeah. ex- uh, explanation that they should have actually done. yeah I wanted to I wanted to understand because when we first first see her she's just walking along, along the hillside so we don't know With no whether,
1: explanation yeah. we don't know, you know. I mean it's easy and enough to kind of figure dead. out that this guy's girlfriend was the one who died and that you know that that actually didn't need a lot of exposition but there are other things that just yeah, well, one thing because we... all of a sudden the power comes back on and the news, the TV comes on, the news, Same. and it's oh, like it's everything's so turning... getting back to normal now. Yeah. It's like, well, why?
0: Now, one thing actually I found very interesting, just going back to um, what's her name, the the Haitian lady,
1: Perlene. Perlene,
0: right? So when that when he goes to the the Purline's supposed house, you know, and the fact that he's talking to the the cousin. He says, you know, what was the reason that she resigned so quickly? And we, as you said, we found out that Maury, you know, was walking around naked, but we also found out by, through what he was, what the cousin was saying is that Maury also wanted her to walk around naked and touch his penis. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Which so, I
1: accept that. Her the, leaving yeah, to that completely
0: point. fine. Yeah. But the, 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 the honest truth is that after that sort of scenario, well, I mean, obviously she left the house because of that, but did she also leave the house because she saw Beth again? You know, that was yeah. almost, but as I said, it just leaves a lot of, I mean, look, for 84 minutes, you'll actually enjoy sitting and watching this movie. If you don't dive too deeply into it, if you don't want to have a lot of why or how or where, then you'll enjoy the movie. I mean, but... it
1: was it was silly. It was fun. It's one of those that's better if you're drinking.
0: <laughs> but if you wanted if you really want to know why they how did they come back to life you're not going to be told yeah, we don't I, know I,
1: i'm not advocating alcohol consumption no. or alcoholism but it's definitely better it's more it's funnier if you're drunk
0: but we certainly don't right to this moment we still don't know how it is that they yeah. came back to life and why it all suddenly ended so quickly yep.
1: Okay, now I do have one final piece of trivia for you. Yes. Go so the, the characters of Beth and Zach are apparently in college, even though it's right now summer break. The mm-hmm. actors, Aubrey Plaza and Dane DeHaan, were 30 and 28 respectively when the film was released.
0: Really? Um, <laughs> oh which isn't God. to
1: say that you can't be in college at that age.
0: No. no. That's, but, but, uh, but they were yeah. not
1: returned to college kids. They were right out of high school college kids. Okay. I was returned to college
0: kid. Yes, you were. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It, as I said, it was this, fun. Mo- this movie is currently on Shudder. So if you do get Shudder, which is a streaming platform that is just dedicated to horror movies and uh, a lot of cult movies. And like we are the- not
1: endorsed by Shudder.
0: We are not endorsed by Shudder. But if they want to sponsor us, it would save me a lot of money per month.
1: Well, especially for the, the horror crypt.
0: Yeah. But for but certainly if you want to watch it on shutter it is available right now it's probably Um,
1: available elsewhere too we just can't be bothered to look
0: yeah but but we watched it on shutter and i thoroughly i did thoroughly enjoy it and the reason it sucked me into watching it is because of the trailer and the trailer was great so i i did thoroughly enjoy this one so okay we're done
1: we want to thank you for joining us on the home class movie chat it's been an absolute delight sharing this time with you and i don't know what we're doing next time but we will be back shortly And in the meantime, grab your popcorn, your drink, and your candy, and we'll see you at the movies.
0: Bye, everyone. If you have an influence over your youthful friend, you better exert it now. Otherwise... I will have both of you roll off to the hell where people are skinned alive. It's that symbol, understand? Are you crazy? Is that your problem? No, he means it, Jack. My problem is this place. This place is my tomb. I'm buried here. A young man, a king, a warrior, is entombed in this old man's crippled body. And all I need is a woman, Mr. Burton special kind of woman with dragon green eyes to make me whole again, young again, so that I may rule the universe from beyond this grave. Ching Dai, the god of the East. Who, him? This guy? No, not me, Mr. Burton. My demon, the god I must appease in order to regain my heart, my blood. To a girl with green eyes, satisfy die a girl brave enough to embrace the naked blade, and when I find her, I will marry her. Never! Then Qing Dai will be happy and my curse will be lifted. You can go off and rule the universe from beyond the grave. Indeed! Or check into a psycho war, whichever comes first, huh?